Well, good day, ladies and gentlemen. How the hell are you all doing today? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Johnny No Cash, and you're listening to a brand new fucking episode of Life with Johnny No Cash. I gotta say this right now. I smoked a joint earlier, so this could be a rough one. All right, so bear with me. I can't stop fucking smiling. I can't stop laughing. So if I kind of break out, uh, just you know, like I said, bear with me. Fucking just have a sip or a toke yourself. I don't care. Let's have some fucking fun. So it has been a minute since the last episode. I apologize. We're going to talk about that today. Just about all the music shit that I've been working on and, and just released, actually, as well as a trip back to Toronto and a surprise show. So we're going to talk about that as well. As if you can make it to the end of today's episode, I'm going to tell y'all a story I feel completely fucking necessary about me on set with Jane Seymour for the smash Christmas hit of the season, A Christmas Spark, which is released in November. So um, if you can make it, it's a funny one and it's uh, I had to be on my toes for that one. So that being said, thank you all so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I hope you have a good time, and let's just dive into what the fuck I've been doing over the last month. Here we go. I'm living in a van playing outlaw too. Live with Johnny No Cash. Smoking them smokes and drinking that booze. Live with Johnny No Cash. Where I go, how the fuck don't know I'm off the grid on dusty roads. There ain't no better way of eating beans. All right, so I am currently on the side of the road on a fucking industrial road with about 20 other camper vans all parked here. It is pouring fucking rain today. I'm not sure if you can hear it. It is dark. It's only about 2 o'clock. It's fucking pitch black out, it seems. I'm getting no solar, none at all, so I'm like, I'm literally running off fucking batteries at this point. So uh, that being said... Um, it's been a nice kind of way to end the weekend, to be honest. And tomorrow's Halloween. So to anybody who's trick-or-treating and you're taking your kids out or whatever, save me some fucking candy. I miss that shit. It's a doozy of a day, man. It is a fucking doozy of a day. And the reason why I say that is because I am getting to the point. Remember last year? Around this same time, I was up in Squamish fucking having to dig trenches, build fucking shanties, keeping myself warm in that fucking old dusty that leaked the fireplace just about killed me it was just an absolute nightmare and we are getting into that season so i'm gearing up for it i think i'm much better prepared for it this year though so bring it on mother nature let's see what you never mind fuck that i am not saying that i'm knocking on wood fuck that shit just be just be easy on me so for the last month, folks, that's right. You haven't heard my voice much. I mean, maybe over on social media you have, um, but I haven't done a podcast in quite some time. I have just released something that I didn't ever think I was going to release in my life. Maybe when I died, somebody could uh, release it at that time. Um, but it's the 15-year anniversary of Dagger Road. Now, I understand some of my listeners are here mainly for the van life, and don't worry, I got something to talk about regarding that and music in just one second, but also some people know me for my music, and Dagger Road was released 15 years ago, and I had, I was sitting on a butt 
fucking ton of songs that just never saw the light of day. They made the cutting room floor and they got kind of pushed to the side. And I came across them when I was moving, when I decided to do this van life shit and I was, you know, going through uh, transferring files and all this shit over to a laptop. uh, I came across all these fucking tracks again. And I thought, you know what? It's we're coming up to 15 years you know, I've been fairly dormant in the releasing uh, like way, like as far as like new material and stuff like that. So I, fu- I thought this is a great opportunity to, you know, have a 15-year anniversary for Dagger Road and release Dagger Road 2, The Lost Songs. Now, of course, these are 15 years old, so I didn't really have to do much. I recorded them live off the floor in the studio. There was... No tracks. Well, that's not true. I had, I think, three guitar, two guitar mics and a DIN, and then one vocal mic. So, yeah, there was four tracks, but it was all live. There was no cutting. There was no pacing. None of that shit. Very old school kind of punk rock outlaw type of way of doing it. Just live off the fucking floor. And it's very organic that way. But also... Like, I, I, I've been picking up the guitar a lot more. I've been getting back into it. And I think because I've been gearing up for this release, it's been getting me excited. It's been getting me, you know, a little bit more of that fire under my ass that I think I really fucking needed and I was kind of yearning for. I needed that that boost, that kick. So I've been playing guitar a lot more. And as you know, living in a fucking van, it's near, like, depending on where you are, it's really difficult. Like, you don't want to bring heat to you camping out on the side of the road or by a park or whatever. So I, I felt very like um, self-conscious about playing in the van. It was very difficult because it's fucking loud. And not just that, but my voice is fucking loud. Like a lot, a lot of the times, man, I wouldn't even need a mic in some of the solo shows. So, I mean, I'm at this place right now, this real nasty, like fucking like I said, industrial type road. Like there's fucking huge transport trucks just driving by all day, all night, shaking the van from side to side. And that is the sacrifice I had to make in order to play loud. So for all you van lifers out there who's, you know, who are musicians or, you know, have some kind of fucking craft that requires some kind of, you know, excessive noise, park somewhere where there's excessive noise so i can just sit here and wail all fucking night all day long nobody is the wiser that i'm doing anything there's 20 or so other vans and we give each other enough space that we're not even close to each other not just that but the the rain on top of it and all the transports and traffic nobody's gonna fucking hear it so i can't believe it took me this fucking long to figure this out but even though I, I don't sleep incredibly well because you're rocking around like you're on a fucking boat, <laughs> it's, it's a great sacrifice to be able to play music again at a high volume and at a high kind of caliber because, like I said, I was just really holding myself back a lot when I was around other people or neighborhoods or those types of communities and shit like that. Well, Christ, remember that one time I was at the dump, thought to myself, nobody's going to bug me here. I'm going to get some work done. And then my van got attacked with this guy and this huge stick. I was fucking high on mushrooms and drunk and I had to fucking drive out of there. Fuck. Thought to myself, well, there's no way I'm getting busted here. Well, think again. You never fucking know. 
So I'm actually headed to Toronto. The reason why I've been needing this space and getting that fire up under my ass is because I need to rehearse and practice and fucking dust off them old cobwebs. So if you're in Toronto, I'm actually going to be there for a week and I'm playing on um, Saturday, October the 5th at the Parkdale Hall. Legendary show with some fucking old school punk bands. This is my first punk show that I've ever played uh, with the Johnny No Cash Project ever. I've played with metal bands, folk bands, country bands, rock bands, never really punk rock. So, which is really shocking because I fucking love punk. Uh, I grew up on the shit. So I'm really excited for that. And if you can't make it, it's all good. Let's have some drinks in the alleyway. Like, just come on down, shoot me a message, say, you know, if you can't afford it or whatever, I get it. Shows are expensive. Drinking out is expensive. That's cool. But if you can't afford it, that's cool. We can hang out in the alleyway and drink beers. So just shoot me a message. It's going to be in Parkdale in Toronto. I think I'm only playing a short set as well, just to give everybody the honest truth about everything. Like, I I don't think I'm playing for all that long. So either way, come on down. Fucking listen to this dusty fucking cobweb ass. Give her another shot. And actually, I got a really cool set plan, something that I've never really done before. So it'll be cool to explore that and test her out. Um, What are we saying? Right. Last thing I want to talk about is the Dagger Road 2, as well as the brand new single I did for Whiskey Epiphany. That is kind of like the new the, the new direction I want to kind of go in musically like lots of harmonies lots of backing vocals um lots of melody and shit like that um but also with like a very old school kind of structure so 18 tracks released this past week that's a lot one brand new one and then well all of them are brand new to you folks anyway so uh be sure to check them all out on Spotify. Bandcamp, I have a huge sale going on right now, too. Uh, I think you get the record for free if you get a T-shirt, a patch, and uh, a bandana, something like that. I forget what we worked out. But uh, head on over to Bandcamp, support the cause, and I'd really appreciate that. I do want to say about this record, it's kind of a disclaimer. There's some really fucking dark shit on here. Like, really fucking dark shit. And uh, I just want to be upfront that I have changed a lot since I wrote and recorded these songs. There's two songs in particular that I was really kind of uh, cautious. Is that a word? Cautionary (laughs) about releasing, particular about my mental health state at that time. Now, at the same time, I think it's important to... Get shit off your chest. If you have to write it down um, or, you know, go to the gym, I don't do that shit and box it out on a fucking, on a heavy bag or whatever. But I think everybody needs to get shit off their chest if they're kind of going through something. And listening back to this record, I know why I didn't put these songs on Dagger Road to begin with, even though I really like these songs. They're really well done and very... uh, Hard to listen to just because of the honesty. Um, The two songs I mentioned is called Is This a Story and Last Inquisition. Um, I'm really happy that I did get that shit off my chest because who knows where it can manifest. If you start kind of pushing these feelings down and you start trying to ignore them, 
a lot of times it can be a lot more destructive in the in the long run. And I feel like even though listening to them kind of made me sad because I was clearly in a very dark place, it also kind of made me grateful that I was able to do that. And even if I didn't release it at that time, I'm releasing it now and it might do some good for some people. I'm not sure if it does. I'm really happy for that. If it doesn't, you know, well, it's, it's there anyway. It might hit somebody. But it's been a while, man. It's been a while since I've been able to get this shit out. And to anybody who's been streaming it and fucking rocking out, thank you so much. And uh, you guys have just been incredible. And I can't wait to start doing this again. I think this show in Parkdale is going to be a really nice reminder of the energy and the, um, I guess, the serotonin boost that you get for playing live. Uh, And, you know, I'm just excited to see everybody. Like I said, if you can't make it to the show, just message me. We'll fucking try and hang out somewhere. Let's do it. Oh, before I dive into what probably you've been waiting for is this acting story, I do have to give a massive shout out to the boys. Crazy Monkey and Nickel Nine, you guys kick fucking ass. Thank you all so much. This vodka has been with me for a number of months now, and it's great. Got the squirt going. Vodka water squirt, baby. Got the squirt. This is... uh. Blueberry lemonade. Ooh, fucking fancy shit. Yeah. Uh, and I also have to say thank you so much to Sea Rock Live from Toronto. You guys have been with me since uh, the very beginning almost. Like when I started playing Toronto uh, about six, seven, no, 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 it would have been about eight years ago now. They were there and, uh, well, at least Hartley. And, you know, it's really fucking cool that they continue to support me. And my mug is all over some major Toronto bars with uh, sponsoring uh, Crazy Monkey and advertising for them. I didn't even know my face was all over Toronto, to be perfectly honest. But, so be it. Now, on to the acting story. I hope you guys have made it this far. I hope I haven't fucking bored you to death. Gotta, like, it's been a while since I've done the podcast. That being said, actually I've got one more bonus for you. I actually recorded another podcast right before I recorded this. Something that's very personal and way too private to go public. So I'm going to find a way that I can put it up on like a Patreon site or something because I don't want it to be public. It's really fucking crazily personal and embarrassing. And I kind of go off. And I thought to myself, I don't want like everybody listening to this shit. So if you're interested, I'll put a link below to where you could download um, this secret episode. I think I'm going to call it Catfished. So that's a little teaser of what it is all about. Moving on, here is the time I got to work with Jane Seymour. This was at the end of September, I believe, or the beginning of October. I got cast as this punk rocker playing for or auditioning for her Christmas play. So this movie, it's going to be on Lifetime. It's it's going to be a fucking Christmas fucking banger. <laughs> it's called A Christmas Spark. Comes out late November. Uh, check it out if you want. But <laughs> so I play this punk rocker and I go in, I, I record the audition uh, on film 
and I played guitar. I was supposed to sing a fucking uh, Jingle Bell Rock, and I thought to myself, in punk rock, like just a heavy version. I was like, oh, I'm going to crush this bitch. And so I go in, I bring my guitar, I learn the song, and I record it, boom, that's said and done. I get an email saying that they wanted me for the part. Uh, They just wanted to see me in person, so for a callback. So I go in, bring my guitar, bring, uh, and then do it a cappella as well. And so I fucking do the thing. I do my, I, I do it both ways with the guitar and one a cappella. I get a call that I got the part. Uh, super happy about this, you know. Um, as you know, like acting is pretty good fucking money, and I was getting pretty broke. And I really needed that. So I was like, this is fantastic. Fucking right. I get doing my wardrobe, all that shit. I bring all my own stuff. They didn't use a single piece of clothing from their wardrobe department. It's all my own shit. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I should be getting paid for this. You know, this is the thing, folks. If you work in a union, like drip them dry. They're there to fucking protect you, okay? And I'm like, wait a second. Like, this is a million-dollar picture here, and they're using my clothes because they're better than all the shit, or you don't have to buy any. I want some money for this. So they're like, yeah, all right, all right. I'm like, fucking right, fucking right. I'm getting fucking paid for my clothes, using my fucking clothes. So I get the fucking part, get the, uh, the whole wardrobe is confirmed. All that goes down. Finally, it's time to go on set. I show up on set. And the only uh, notes they gave me was bring the same wardrobe you wore, you wore for the audition. No problem. Gotcha. I show up on set. We're doing our thing. Uh, I, get, I have to take the stage and sing. On the day, I get the script. It's fucking Jingle Bells. Not Jingle Bell Rock. I didn't prepare for this shit. I'm like, are you fucking kidding? All right, fine. I'll sing fucking Jingle Bells. Here I am practicing how I wanted to sing Jingle Bell Rock. And now on the day they change the fucking song. Come on. Should be paid for that. Last minute shit. Come on. So I'm like sitting there and I'm like, fuck, you know, they got the cameras. These huge fucking cameras. Nice crew. Everyone's like, you know, working as professionally as humanly possible. I have to take the stage and do my part. So I go up, acapella, of course, and I do the part. And they fucking knock it out of the park, actually. I, I, did, I, I, I threw in a ton more lines because I wanted to get paid more. <laughs> so I did a ton of improv before. And, I, and then, of course, I'm going to get to that in a second. So I do a ton of fucking improv, just milking it. And then I sing the song, I walk off. And then I hear from the back... The director's like, all right, now let's do it with the guitar. I'm like, what do you mean, the guitar? Nobody told me to bring the guitar. She's like, well, you had a guitar in the audition. I'm like, well, you didn't tell me to bring the guitar. All you told me to bring was my wardrobe. And not just that, I don't even know how to fucking play Jingle Bells. I know how to play Jingle Bell Rock. That's what I fucking practiced. I don't have a guitar. I don't have it. What are you going to do? She yells out. Does anybody have a guitar? Of course, some fucking grip or part of the camera crew is like, yeah, I got a guitar in my truck. You got to be kidding me. Cameras are fucking rolling. Everyone's working on a real tight schedule. I've never fucking played this song before in my life. I'm not prepared for this. You know, he brings out this guitar and I mean, it was fine. Slightly out of tune, but they're like, you know, like chop, chop, let's go, let's go. 
I'm thinking, how the fuck do I play this? So I just play E, C, and, and D. <laughs> and I just sang around the chords. I just, I literally on the spot, man, I fucking made this shit up. They didn't even have a guitar strap. So I'm standing there, Jane Seymour, fucking Dr. Quinn medicine woman herself is staring at me because she's one of the judges, right? And there I am having to fucking come up with this song out of my goddamn ass and perform it well. So fucking E, C, D. Boom. Song is done. Fucking uh, couldn't believe it, man. So then I'm fucking like I got the adrenaline going. I'm just like, what the fuck? I'm just, you know, I'm thinking, is this it? Like, do I get more money for this now? <laughs> so I tell you, man, I get on the phone with the union. And I'm like, this isn't right. Think about it, though, folks. I'm not trying to be greedy here. I'm just trying. This is why unions exist. They need to protect you. If you hire a fucking plumber, all right, and he comes in and he's got a hammer on you and you're like, oh, well, there's a couple nails out of this stud that needs to be fucking nailed in in my bedroom. Could you do that? He'd be like, fuck you. Pay me for that shit. I'm here to plumb. (laughs) Not fucking frame your bedroom. So I get on the phone. Not only do I talk to my agent, but I get on the phone and I'm like, yo, fucking last minute on the day on, like while the cameras are rolling, they got me to play this song. That's a special skill, is it not? Right? I, this, I hope this doesn't sound too fucking petty. It's not. I don't think it is. And if you think it is, fine. But I'm telling you, like this is bullshit. People abusing other people's skills like that and expecting to get, get away with it. It's not right. So I get on the phone with the union, I get on the phone with my agent, and I'm fucking writing letters, and I'm like, you know, sure, it's probably only about a hundred bucks more, but the more that these people get away with this shit, the more they're going to abuse it. So I get on the phone, and they're saying that they can't do nothing. What was, they said something like, um, well, because you brought it into the, uh, or some absolute horse shit. So I'm pissed, fucking pissed. Yeah, I got the fucking role. Yeah, it was fun. Oh, and by the way, Jane Seymour took a photo on her phone of me. She emailed it to me. I have her personal fucking email. Isn't it crazy? Shit. So, I mean, yeah, some good things happened out of it. It was a good time. You know, I think I did a pretty funny uh, version of Jingle Bells. So (laughs) if you want to check it out, I think it's on Lifetime. No, it is on Lifetime. November 27th. I think it's the 27th and it's called a Christmas spark. So now you got some backstory. You're going to see, I'm not, I don't have a fucking guitar strap. I made the damn thing up on the spot. And when we had to do the reverse shots, I got the guitar on the spot and it was fucking, it was slightly out of tune. (laughs) They didn't give me any time. They're like, let's fucking go. They don't understand. Well, like I got a, been a time folks it's been a fucking time so thank you all so much for listening like i said i do have a secret episode that i'll try and upload somewhere else because i don't want it to go live if you like this shit by all means i think i'll put it up for a buck or something you know like 
something anybody could really afford, but I just don't want it to be on fucking Spotify. Okay. So, um, respect that and don't leak it. <laughs> so that being said, thank y'all so much for your listening ears today. It's good to be back, baby. It is good to be in front of the mic talking with you guys. And I hope you had a good time. That's the main thing. I hope I, you know, filled your morning or your evening drive, you know, with some laughs, a little bit of joy, and I hope you're jonesing for a drink whenever you get home. Thank you all so much. Like I said, if you want to go over to Bandcamp, I've got a huge merch sale going on over there. Buy me a coffee as well as it always helps if you go over to YouTube and subscribe, like, leave a comment. It really does actually fucking help. The more that that works, the more you get in the damn algorithm. It's stupid as all hell, but I get it. All right. It's just the way she goes. So if you could do that, that'd be great. Thank you all so much. So until next time, I'm Johnny No Cash. You better fucking stay dusty. I'm out. I'm living in a van playing outlaw too. Live with Johnny No Cash. Smoking them smokes and drinking that booze. Live with Johnny No Cash. Where I go, how the fuck don't know. I'm off the grid on dusty roads. There ain't no better way of eating beans.